Good morning, and welcome to the Redeemer's Refuge radio broadcast, brought to you by Redeemer Lutheran Church, One Deer Walk Lane in Charleston, a member congregation of the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod. Redeemer Lutheran Church, help, hope, and home in the body of Christ. The psalmist writes, God is our refuge and strength, an ever-present help in trouble. Psalm 46.1, this speaks to the hope God gives us amid the struggles of life. When life storms blow around us, our Redeemer, Jesus, gives refuge in the mighty fortress of our God. We pray this broadcast will remind you of that beautiful truth today. Grace, mercy, and peace be unto each of you from God our Father and our Lord, Jesus the Christ. Amen. Let us pray. O Lord, raise up, we pray, your power and come among us, and with great might comfort and help us. Remember not our sin and wickedness which hinders us, but bestow your grace upon us that we would be helped and delivered through Jesus Christ your Son. Amen. Our reading for the second Sunday of Advent is from Zechariah chapter 9, verses 14 through 17. Then the Lord will appear over them, and his arrow will go forth like lightning. The Lord God will sound the trumpet and will march forth in the whirlwinds of the south. The Lord of hosts will protect them, and they shall devour and tread down the sling stones, and they shall drink and roar as if drunk with wine, and be full like a bowl drenched like the corners of the altar. On that day the Lord their God will save them as the flock of his people. For like the jewels of a crown they shall shine on his land. For how great is his goodness and how great is his beauty. Grain shall make the young men flourish and new wine the young women. There was a time when he was a young, handsome prince living in his stately castle, but that was before the curse. The enchantress, disguised as an old beggar woman, turned him into an ugly animal and changed all his servants into household items. Their names are now famous. Lumiere, Cogsworth, Mrs. Potts, and a little teacup named Chip. What did they call the prince? Beast. The Beast. Why? because he was repugnant and repulsive, hideous and homely. So ashamed, the beast hid in his castle, secluding himself from everyone and everything. But all that changed one day when a sweet young lady named Belle came strolling along and into his life. Beauty loves the beast and the beast becomes beautiful. Have you ever felt like the beast? Rejected, alone, and living in the shadows? Sure you have. So have I. Frequently we run to our castle and hide, 
so no one can see the ugly mess we make of our lives. The Old Testament prophet Zechariah knew all about ugly messes. Living in the Persian province of Judah toward the end of the 6th century BC, Zechariah was overwhelmed with spiritual messes. Joshua the high priest is wearing filthy garments. The prophet sees a vision that includes a woman stuck in something like a garbage can. Zechariah describes Philistines with, quote, blood in their mouths and abominations between their teeth. The prophet writes, the cedar has fallen, the glorious trees are ruined. The beast fills the book of Zechariah. It is hard to find a page in the Bible where the beast doesn't appear. Cain murders Abel, Saul hunts down David, one Herod kills babies, while another Herod beheads John the Baptist. Pilate washes his hands of the whole mess. Even the sweet psalmist, Asaph, who wrote 12 psalms, he readily admits, I was senseless and ignorant. I was a brute beast before you. Although we have a million and one ways to deny the reality, a brute beast lives in us all. We become rude, defiant, angry, and ugly. Losing our temper, we spew forth venomous words, making a mess of everything. Vowing to change, a week later we explode again in a savage frenzy. You think I'm overstating the case? Dare right now to investigate your thoughts. Ponder the pattern of your life that has been woven in these recent times even. Sometimes it can get ugly, can it? Really, really ugly. Thank God for Zechariah 9:16. On that day, the Lord God will save them as the flock of his people, for like the jewels of a crown, they shall shine on his land. Wow, talk about a total makeover. Beauty loves the beast, and the beast becomes beautiful. Beautiful indeed. God calls his people jewels on a crown shining in the land. By God's grace, we let our light shine before others so that they may see our good works and give glory to our Father in heaven. By God's grace, we refuse to quarrel and complain, and so we shine like stars in the heavens. By God's grace, we no longer walk in darkness, but radiate with the light of the Lord. Too bad Zechariah's story doesn't end there. The beast reared his ugly head again, and this time his goal was singular. Take the most beautiful person ever and make him totally repulsive. True, Zechariah envisions Christ, our king, riding into Jerusalem on a donkey on Palm Sunday, righteous and having salvation. Yet, Zechariah also prophesies that four days after Palm Sunday, Christ will be sold for 30 pieces of silver. Christ will be struck down and the sheep will scatter. The prophet foresees Christ on Good Friday pierced with a spear. Huh, it got ugly, didn't it? Really, really ugly. The crown of thorns left deep gashes on Jesus' head. Nails disfigured his body. 
words collapse before the sheer atrocity of it all. Joseph of Arimathea buried Jesus in his tomb. But three days later, early in the morning, some women arrived and the tomb was empty. Peter and John ran to the tomb and they also found it empty. Here is where the angel asked, why do you seek the living among the dead? He is not here, but has risen. Talk about a total makeover. Christ was dead and now he is alive. Jesus is alive to pursue one relentless, passionate, and all-consuming goal, to make us perfectly beautiful, like the jewels in a crown to shine on his land. Christ cleanses us from all guilt and shame. Zechariah prophesies that too. The prophet envisions a fountain of water purifying us from everything that makes us so ugly. Christ's cleansing blood takes away our guilt, all of our guilt, our haunting, messy guilt. There's more. Jesus not only takes away our guilt, he also takes away our messy, ugly shame. We don't have to drink our shame away, work our shame away, explain our shame away, eat our shame away, cry our shame away, or bury our shame away. Jesus doesn't say, try harder. Jesus doesn't say, you haven't done enough. No, Jesus comes to us in the pit of our guilt and shame. At our darkest point, when we feel the ugliest, Jesus says, beauty loves the beast, and the beast becomes forever beautiful. Forever beautiful. Have you ever been feeling great, you know, on cloud nine, whistling a happy tune when all of a sudden something bad happens? You run a red light and get pulled over by the police. Your teenager comes home with a D on her report card. Or worse, you lose your job, you lose your health, you lose the love of your life. What is our response? Well, we rant and rave, we moan and groan. We become rude, angry, and unreasonable. It's so easy to react to hardships by behaving like a beast. When we come to our senses, the temptation is to run to our castle and hide, obsess with how ugly we are and get lost in the endless guilt and shame. Please, please don't do that. Beauty loves the beast and the beast becomes forever beautiful. Okay, how can we be so sure? Zechariah reminds us, on that day, the Lord their God will save them as the flock of his people, for like the jewels of a crown, they shall shine on his land. That day Zechariah talks about, that day is today. It is here, right now. The child of Bethlehem was born for you. He came to suffer and die for you to cleanse you from guilt and shame. By God's grace, through faith in Christ Jesus, you are beautiful. Amen. Now may our Lord Jesus Christ himself and God our Father who loved us and gave us eternal comfort and good hope through grace 
comfort your hearts and establish them in every good work and word. Let us pray. Almighty God, purify our hearts and minds that when your Son, Jesus Christ, comes again as Judge and Savior, we may be ready to receive him, who is our Lord and our God. Amen. Thank you for giving us a brief moment of your day. Our prayer and hope is that the message of the good news of Jesus Christ will have a positive impact for you as we at Redeemer Lutheran Church endeavor to be help, hope, and home in the body of Christ for all whom we meet. We invite you to come and receive the Lord's blessing through word and sacrament as we gather on Sunday mornings at 1045 for our worship service. We're located at 1 Deer Walk Lane, just off the Paula Road exit on Corridor G. You can find us on the web at RedeemerWV.org and on Facebook at Redeemer Lutheran Church WV. Thank you, and may God bless your day.